0: And welcome to the Mixtape Theology Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cash. My pastor and Mixtape Theology partner, Dr. Ashley Mofield, and I explore the theology in our favorite 90s contemporary Christian music and poke fun at 90s Christian culture, at least just a little bit. In today's episode, we have picked a song from Smitty, the one and only Michael W. Smith. On our social media, we asked our followers, what does the W stand for? in Michael W. Smith, but only give wrong answers. So here's some of our best or favorite wrong answer responses. We have Michael WWJD Smith. That's a very 90s answer. Uh, Michael Watermelon Smith. I like that one just because it's so bizarre. (laughs) Uh, Michael, we had a baby, it's a boy, Smith. And that comes from that old uh, classic collect call commercial where he has to answer, well, who is it? It's we had a baby, it's a boy in order to avoid collect call charges. So that's also a great 90s answer. But my favorite one comes from Kendall Fontenot, who says that, shh. The W is silent. So it's Michael Smith. (laughs) Those are some really great responses. Um, If you haven't found us yet on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, I hope you'll come and find us at Mixtape Theology. We do lots of goofy, cheesy, funny stuff like that to make each other laugh, and we hope that you'll join us. Um, But I think the actual correct answer is Whitaker. Michael Whitaker Smith. And speaking of Michael Whitaker Smith, in 1992, he released one of the best CCM albums ever, Change Your World. The album included songs that we all know and love, Picture Perfect, Love One Another, I Will Be Here For You, Give It Away, and our very favorite sad Christian camp song, Friends. Friends. And every song on this album was a hit in some way. And I think one of the reasons why these songs were so powerful to so many people is that they were written like a conversation, um, like an interaction between himself and you, the audience, spurring you to ask questions, challenging your perceptions about yourself and those around you urging you to seek for greater truth and ultimately to change your world with love. So on that note, if you really want to change your world, the cross is the place to start. And perhaps one of the most direct songs of the album is Cross of Gold. And it starts out like this. Where do you stand? What is your statement? What is it you're trying to say? And he goes on what's your line? Tell me why you wear your cross of gold. State of mind or does it find a way into your soul? So his lyrics are asking a question and demanding an answer. And that's what we are going to ask ourselves in this episode, covering Michael W. Smith's song, Cross of Gold. So why do you wear a cross of gold? Now, I don't personally wear a cross necklace. But I don't think that that's the point of the song. It's, it's causing us to ask the question, what does the cross of Christ mean to you? The cross of gold is a reminder of the cross on which Jesus died, a real cross, a real tree that changed the course of history and is the centrality of our Christian faith. So to answer about what the cross means to us, let's first ask why Jesus died on the cross. So to help us discuss this, I'm going to be picking out some points from one of the best expositions on the cross, and that is John Stott's book, The Cross of Christ, specifically chapter three. So why? Why would Jesus die on the cross? The first thing we can say about the cross is that Jesus died willingly. As the good shepherd in John 10, he gave up his life willingly. No one took it. He gave it. Second, we know that Jesus died for us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It was his body and his blood that was given for us. It was something he did for us. Third, Christ died for our sins. 1 Corinthians 15 says Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture." scriptures. 1 Peter 3.18 says Christ died for our sins once for all. And there are many more verses like this. The cross is inextricably linked to our sin. So what is the link? Fourth, Christ died our death, the death we deserve because of that sin. And that is the link between our sins and the cross. It's because he's bearing the punishment. He's paying the wages of our sin. Jesus's victory over death and sin, ushers in his kingdom on earth and allows us to enter into his presence, now forgiven and reconciled. You can check out our podcast episodes on heaven in the real world and new way to be human to think more about the kingdom theology aspect on that. And uh, those are pretty good episodes that explain more about that. And John Stott explains that the cross enforces three truths. So once we realize those things about the cross, that Jesus died willingly, he died for us, for our sins, and that he took the punishment for our sins on that cross, that we begin to realize three things. First, our sin must be extremely horrible. He says, it is only when we see this. That stripped of our self righteousness and self satisfaction, we are ready to put our trust in Jesus Christ as the Savior we need. For if there was no way by which the righteous God could righteously forgive our unrighteousness, except that He would bear it Himself in Christ, it must be serious indeed. So our sin is extremely horrible and it's serious. Unfortunately, a lot of people stop there, or they don't even get to this point. Without God's grace, I think this is where we would all still be. Our sin is not something we want to recognize, but it's only until we recognize our sin for what it is that we get to this next amazing truth, and that is the second truth. God's love must be wonderful beyond comprehension. God pursues us to the point of his own death when we do not pursue him. While we have absolutely nothing to offer, he offers his whole self. Stott says it is more than love. Its proper name is grace, which is love to the undeserving. His grace is sufficient. Thank you, Jesus. And the third truth that we come to learn is that Christ's salvation, it must be a free gift. What Jesus did on the cross accomplishes what we never could. We have nothing to contribute here. Only the high price of Jesus's own lifeblood could purchase our salvation. As Smitty says in another Change Your World song, Give It Away, his love was his life and he gave it away. So, what about you? Where do you stand? What is your statement? Do you recognize that you are a sinner and need a rescue? Do you believe that Jesus paid the wages for your sin with his own life on the cross and that it was enough? Is the cross just a state of mind or has it found a way into your soul? I pray it has. It should be a powerful incentive to live a holy life when we understand these truths that we live a life confessing that we deserve death but humbly receive what he has given to us when we do this the cross changes everything thank you father for what Jesus did on the cross for me I could not earn forgiveness you love me so much that you would give your son to save me I am humbled by your grace and mercy. Jesus' sacrifice means my very life. I pray that I reflect the power and goodness of your work on the cross to others while living a life in gratitude, love, and obedience to you. Thank you for listening, friends. I hope that you will check out Michael Whitaker Smith's Cross of Gold And as you listen, that you will join me in responding in worship for what Jesus has done. Talk to you soon. The Mixtape Theology Podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. Find more Christian music-related podcasts at newreleasetoday.com.